Nation! You're listening to another episode of Thoughts from the Broom Closet. I'm a grown-ass wish named Ivy. And I'm Alex. Hi, Alex. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How you been? What you been doing? Working. Working, as always. Oh. <laughs> Getting my life together, trying to trying to keep the lights on. I feel like all of my friends and close peoples have this same situation going on. Because I'm just like, I'll be hitting my people up and be like, what you been up to? And everybody's just like, I've just been working or I've just been doing, you know what I'm saying? They're like, what you been up to? And I got like a, a laundry list of things that I've been up to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do, I like, do miss oh. the days of unemployment where I wasn't doing anything and slept like amazingly. But, you know, eventually the dream has to end. Yeah, that's true. The dream must <laughs> die. The dream And we all must go back to the system. No, I actually don't want that for any of us. I'm kind of hoping for some like weird entrepreneurial boom. And then I mean, my my cryptocurrency is doing well, so you know, I'm like, Ooh. yes, you better my, grow that money. My investment, I literally spent, I think, like maybe a hundred and fifty dollars way back when, and you know how much oh, yeah. I have currently right now. How much has grown? A lot. I'm currently sitting at. I'm currently sitting at twelve hundred twenty. Ooh, yes, bitch. So, so I'm like That's watching good. it grow, and I'm like, "Bitch, go higher, go higher, <laughs> go faster, more aggressive. I want to be rich I, tomorrow. <laughs> I need money. <laughs> I need money yesterday, and I need to be rich by tomorrow. Can you make it happen <laughs> for me? Thank you. But I'm, I'm not <laughs> like I'm still new to the crypto world, and I know a lot of people are like, you know, oh, he's new to it. What? Listen, hey, I'm learning, crypto, and I'm baby. not, I'm not selling. And I only put in X amount of money, you know, like it wasn't a lot. You said that shit like you were selling drugs. I'm not selling. Relax. All well, because right. that's that's the thing with cryptocurrencies is that like you have to be patient. You have to be patient. Yeah, let it and, like Right. And so, you know, for the like almost like a whole pot. year, <laughs> literally almost a whole year, like it's grown exponentially so yeah. i'm like maybe in another year it'll be even higher or more so i'm just gonna just play on cool. that bitch and then you can retire off of it thank you exactly because i have 20 million like, shares gonna... so if that thing that hits one dollar that's 20 million dollars that part, even like, even one cent would be like over a hundred thousand dollars Ooh, that sounds nice I got me some crypto monies I'll put to the side. We're going to see what it does. If it don't Literally. do shit, I'm going to be like, well, I, I gave it a go. <laughs> like I said, no, I, I only spent 150 Like, even if I lose money, yeah, it sucks. But I'm not. I can't be mad about it, you know? That's the gamble we take. <laughs> exactly. And some people put their whole life savings, and I'm like, why would you do that? I get the some appeal. Some put their whole life savings in the lottery, child, so I'm mm, going to put my money where I want it. But fuck. No. I get it. I, I get it. I 100% get it, but it's just like, you know, you got to be you gotta be careful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but again, it's the same shit as like motherfuckers that, <laughs> that put all their life savings in the lottery. <laughs> Oh shit! If I sometimes get, you think you're gonna hit, sometimes you're if not. If we if we hit one cent, I I'll have two million. I did the quick math. Are we gonna I'm retire like, quick fast then? 
I mean, that is, leave that bitch alone. I would Y'all probably write take this half. down. This no, no, is no, before would... Alex, before Welsh. And then we're going to know how he be acting afterwards. If he even do the show anymore, he might leave us. <laughs> no, I would. Like, I would. Thoughts? I think not. <laughs> if it hit that point, I would take either a quarter or a half. Leave half there. Let that shit grow. Take take that money that I took and then half that money, right? So then I could invest half mm-hmm. of it back in and then use the other half as like a buffer. Like I here's the thing with me and money. Even when I had like unemployment money, it wasn't a lot. I wasn't like, you know, swimming in dough, but I felt comfortable. And that's kind of where I want to be at. Like I'm not I like what I like to be rich, one hundred percent. But I still think I would still do like poor shit, poor people shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm still going to Walmart. Fuck that. <laughs> Hell yeah! Except I'd buy one of everything if I saw something I liked. Mm-mm. I'm not shopping at Walmart no more when I get rich. I'm sorry. It's just like... <laughs> oh, you a Target girl now? Okay. I'm def- no Target don't ever be having anything. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to go to different stores because I just like I was literally bitching about the. <laughs> earlier today and i said it i sounded like a I sounded like an old western when i said it <laughs> i was like you know i really wish somebody else would just come up with a better general store you know nicer than walmart but same prices i was like because uh this shit that's is like, not working for me that's like shopping at ross and wish you were at a, like a tj maxx or something it just sounds like it's nicer when it's the same shit but tj maxx be more expensive than ross sometimes Depends on what's in there. True. Very true. And that's the difference between Target and Walmart. Target is also a general store, but it's more expensive than Walmart. I don't want to pay more money. I just don't want to have to look at the same (laughs) crusty-ass tile and deal with the same basement barrel-ass products. That's all. I just want want something that's a little nicer (laughs) in the same ballpark. I need to to go to Target later. See? Look at you. You was talking about me. (laughs) <laughs> I need to get. I need to. I need to touch up my roots, man. They're growing. You so going? To, to... No, you're not going to Target to get hair dye. And That's bleach. it. <laughs> That's it. I'm throwing. I'm throwing the red flag on the table. We got to talk right now. There's Pause no Sally's everything. near me. <laughs> really? Not. You not better close order by. that shit off of Amazon. I need it today. I don't need Amazon. it in two days. <laughs> you stupid. You, you should have planned better than bitch. <laughs> If you had to plan this shit out two days ago, you wouldn't be in this mess. Now look at you. You got to get the bottle from Target. You know that's shipping on the shelf for six months. Well, I'm not, not I'm, even well, really good no more. Listen, they. I already know that if I go that route, it's going to be better for me because because it's because. Um, if I go to Joanne's uh, Joanne's, why did I say Joanne's? Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna here. What are you getting tired? <sighs> no, if I go to Sally's, your brain's I would. I worry that I I would get too um too strong of chemicals. And no, would fucking burn all you my gotta do is off. talk to your girl. I will. I I'm good at this. You just need some simple shit because it's just your virgin hair. Y'all need nothing fancy. For, my, hair hair my hair ain't been... your hair porosity is, is you know you know you you're you're talking you another language you. to me that i don't right, understand that's why i go to target you stupid. You stupid. And and i'm target like get the basic bitch bleach 
Well, and you're like virgin hair. I'm like, my sh I used to be a product tester for Paul Mitchell. <laughs> my hair ain't virgin for a long time. What you talking about? Even with a girl, it's fine. It's virgin hair. When that's that's it. Even even though Paul and them did what they did to your hair, it's fine. It's still good. As long as you've been eating good. You not been eating good. You been eating the crap. So mm -hmm. that's what I thought. <laughs> I'm living my life. <laughs> I'm living my life. It's not your business. It's all right. I was eating pizza rolls yesterday. <laughs> Guilty. Oh, yes. Pizza rolls. Pizza That's like rolls. the worst shit to be eating, too. But my brain was like, yo, I it's just want so to good. So I can just cram in my fucking face right now because I got and shit then, to do. Like, and it's then, a big of course, weekend. Uh, good old TikTok. They showed me how to doctor it up. So I'm just like, oh, I could do that. It's like, yeah, of course. Uh, -uh not them on the internet making bougie ass pizza rolls. I can't. How? So what good. are they doing? No, my don't tell me how. It's delicious and repressing. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like it was like a a coating. So they made like a, a garlic parm, a garlic parm coating to toss the pizza rolls in. So you have garlic parm pizza rolls. Come on now, I'm trying to eat right. I'm not trying. <laughs> Bitch, you eat pizza rolls. Please be right. I'm not trying to backslide. That's why I said. I said. I said. I had a down moment. Okay, I had a down. Garlic moment. is good for your heart, and cheese is good for later. your soul. Is it though? I don't know anymore. I I'm can't legally tell blind. If it's me or the <laughs> I'm legally blind. Stop it. I'm legally blind. <laughs> oh, dang. I mean, I can. I can kind of see. Kind of. Barely. Stop. <laughs> I was trying to refrain from doing the job. <laughs> and then you sent me into it. You really talked me into it. I was like, ah, I can't. There's something in my spirit that's like, once something goes on repeat in my brain, I love, I, I love that. I love that moment in time. Like, that was just like pure magic. Pure meme magic right there. I mean, I can kind of see. Shit. Barely. Oh my god. I'm legally blind. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck were we supposed to talk about before we got into all of this shit? We definitely went left. What was the, what was the, what was the uh Astro World? Is oh, that what we're gonna talk about? And let's let's address the biggest the biggest thing that we know we should talk about first, which is condolences yeah. to all the people who passed away and the families that were affected by that. Yeah. That's first and foremost. Because that was absolutely tragic and terrible. That's not a way that anyone would ever expect to lose a loved one. Yeah. So I'ma definitely put it on the people who planned that shit though. No, agreed. It's definitely the venue. Like it should have so okay. Context for those of you who don't know and or haven't checked the news recently. Currently it's November sixth. Um, that we're talking about this, and uh, yesterday on the fifth uh, was the start of Astroworld Festival, which is Travis Scott's um, festival of sorts. And um, unfortunately, um, eight people lost their lives last night, uh, and mm -hmm. with a whole bunch of other people who were are currently injured. Um, I, from the beginning, it was shit. Like, if you go, if you look through Twitter and kind of, like, follow the timeline, like, it started off shitty, and it just kept progressively get worse from the looks of it. Yeah. 
So there's lots of different videos, people uh, bum rushing the fence and literally knocking down a whole section of fence and just kind of coming through that opening, running through basically mm-hmm. any opening that they could that they could create or get through. Like I saw people literally like climbing and hopping over the fence, just all different types of video from all different perspectives of the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the cops with the horses thought was going to happen with them horses, but it looked like it was more of a danger for the horses to be there than anything else. <laughs> so I was like, get the horses out of there, my guy. Those people are scaring the shit out of them and is most likely not a successful deterrent of human beings because now they're coming in droves and they're outnumbering you and your little ass horse. Oh my gosh, I just saw another video of like, there were like 10 year old kids there. They look like 10, 13 year old. Yeah, they kids. said one of the they said one of the people that I think was injured. The story keeps changing, but someone who is who was also a part of the people that were either injured or severely hurt was a small like 10 year old kid. Because at the at the fe- at some of those fests, which that was kind of a bitch that I had at the last festival that I went to, like because mm-hmm. I saw people walking around with their little ass like cheering, and I was like, what the what who what. I looked at my friend. I was like, "Yo, um, we we out here boozing and shit, and I know it's definitely some people doing all kind of things. I saw a whole ass Santa in a thong, butt ass naked, just a thong. And uh, <laughs> whose kids is this? Like, where are these kids coming from?" And my friend's like, "Oh yeah, it's like they had like a whole thing where it's like you could bring if your kid was like a certain age, you could bring them for free, and like then you could fucking have this like ha- you could have like they had a thing for single moms, so they could bring their kids for free or whatever. Not like it's crazy. Like Ooh. they literally just made it a free for all situation. And my brain was like, um, maybe it's just my maternal nature, but um, <laughs> I don't think this is a place for children. I just, I just don't. Put your kids away. Uh, we, can we make a daycare? Can we do something? I felt mad uncomfortable. <laughs> this little 10 year old girl's like holding her dad's hand and looking at me, and I'm like, yo, I'm about to put my drink down. Like, I can't do this. I came here to be a grown up and get loose. And like, I'm over here looking at some of these kids. Like, I'm definitely, definitely not about to turn up anymore. Like, that's, that's it for me. I'm going to go and hang out in the VIP tent because this is some bullshit. Yeah, but that happens like it's like people bring their kids to that type of stuff and then with that number of of people it looked like it i'm gonna call it a herd of humans because that's what the fuck i saw that whole herd of humans (laughs) was insane like as a high volume like i could only imagine the level of like fear that parent any of those parents had like and being like, damn, like I just want to like come and like okay. share this experience with my kid, or just like have my own experience, and be able to bring my kid, whatever their motivations was, and then like now you gotta like try to hold on to your baby for dear life because it is so much freaking people here that your kid could get swept away like you're in the fucking ocean. That's crazy. Okay, I can't. This I just saw a headline. And I was like, there's no fucking way. This is bullshit. It says, uh, Houston Mayor says Astroworld, quote-unquote, had more security than the World Series. Wouldn't enough. Promises Clearly through investigation. Enough. I... I'm like, where? Bitch, where? Bruh, they're not... Here's the thing. People aren't understanding the psychology of us right now as a collective. Everybody's been cooped up in the house. 
it's a highly likely possibility that people are running and behaving like on that neck on that next level type of energy because they're freaking out like they are probably never gonna have a chance to see these people again because they've been cooped up for like how however much fucking time a year year and a half two years if you got covid or not got covid whatever like you can get the shot but it only just barely saves you from death for some people and then like you know other people don't even have the fucking bags so then you're still taking a risk and you don't know if we're gonna go back into lockdown so maybe everybody's just getting like real uh panicky and being like oh god i gotta go see and like fucking run off to be like i gotta go see drake i gotta see travis god i gotta and like bugging the fuck out and creating this mass panic or this mass hysteria that's a better term creating like this mass hysteria and then they're literally trampling each other to death. It's just well, as much I don't on the even, people too, because it's well, like how how do y'all not know how to behave? How do all of y'all not know how to behave? Like we're not about to pin this on performers. We're not. We're like we're just not. Like y'all are all individuals. No, I'm still good. No, I'm still. I, I'm gonna play devil advocate because you can still see what's happening out in the crowd. Like I still believe. Right. Because some of the videos, he was facing that direction, and you could see a gap of people circling someone. If I was a performer and I saw that shit, I'd be like, what the fuck's happening over there? Like, hold up, hold up. What's happening over there? Probably not. Like, I still <laughs> I still blame part of it, not all of it, but I still think there is some responsibility still to that. Like, like all the videos of him, like, and he was acting weird. He looked weird. It felt off to me. Like, the vibe that I was getting just... Obviously, it's a shitty situation, what was happening. Don't in, in give the, the Illuminati conspiracy conspiracy theorists any fucking energy. Because they're going to take that type of shit and fucking run with it. Well, well they've, girl, they've been running with it for a long time. <laughs> Who fucking knows how they're going to run with this fucking but, shit. Oh, but my. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just... there's Obviously, there was a lot. There's not, there was not enough security. Like... Even just from the looks of it, like they no no one was posted where they were posted. They like it. This shouldn't have happened. Like look at all the other concerts that happened. Look at all the other festivals. Like it was not planned correctly. Bruh, I can tell you for a fact that everybody's being lackadaisical with the security because at the festival that I went to, I'm gonna put it to you like this: the first day they didn't even check our bags. The second day they were like open up your bags, barely check your bag, keep it fucking moving. If they could just look down in it, they let you go. The mm-hmm. third day, they were getting in trouble, so everybody's bags got searched on the last day. But nobody was checking, nobody was checking bags in the early in the early beginnings. Security was just was chilling. Nobody really had shit to fucking do. And this crowd was like a few thousand, but this was this crowd wasn't the same volume of crowd. So, but my point is is like it's possible that security was just chilling and not expecting things to be as chaotic. But well, again, that's why I go back to say like that, that fucking people bugging well, and like wanting to do Here's the these, thing though. Like, you saw how rooms. it started where they were bum rushing through VIP. Mm-hmm. And that was during the day. There's like one dude it was, that was standing there <laughs> look like at first. Right. And you can tell <laughs> he was annoying. He was, he was pissed as all hell. Like he was pissed. Mm-hmm. You can see it. He gonna catch all them people, and they'll pay him enough to catch all them damn people. Shit, go sit down, sir. You don't even need to do this. <laughs> but like, it's just uh, they don't pay crazy. you enough. They giving you health insurance, sir. No, well then go sit down on the left and just let them losers run. Cause <laughs> no, not worth your life. And then it's it's shit like this that causes like a lot of like 
music festivals to be like or cities to cancel music festivals it's like it's 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 this yeah because why the fuck would you if people are gonna act like that and honestly i think i'm okay if they don't do that because it's like i understand that there's money to be made in these things but if we're not gonna plan accordingly and if people aren't gonna behave accordingly because that's another big factor that's another thing we're not even considering as a major factor the only reason why these things work is because people behave if people don't behave if people start showing their ass if people start treating this shit like it's Woodstock, well, guess what? You're not going to be able to have those types of events again. Period. Like, that's just how it is. Like, people forget that shit. Like, they like they treated that event like it was a free-for-all. Not considering the fact that it's like, yo, these events only work because people are being mild-mannered and behaving to a degree. But if people, if you, if you invite thousands of people, shit, you could just invite a few hundred people to a space. And if those few hundred people get belligerent, well, that's it for the block. And that's all. And, and that was thousands of people there. At least that's what it says on the papers. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know the actual number. It, it was thousands a lot. of people there. It was definitely a lot. So they're bomb rushing. They're they they're not behaving. And everybody's just fucking running the damn muck. They don't want to follow the protocol, the process, whatever the fuck. And it turned into a fucking chaos scene. They didn't even want to behave. To, they didn't even want to behave and be respectful of the fact that security was trying to get through because people were jumping up on top of the fucking security cart and dancing on the security cart so that she couldn't move. Because that's just gonna create more incident. Because then somebody's gonna fall. She's gonna get in trouble. And there's people swarming her to the degree where she can't physically move the fucking vehicle. And that is a case of people not being good people, not behaving. That shit is all y'all. Y'all were misbehaving. Period. Y'all should apologize to all eight of those families that lost their loved one. Y'all should go and put and 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 fucking put some energy towards learning how to behave and be better fucking people. Because if y'all weren't trying to be so fucking desperate to be so close mm-hmm. to the stage or to just fucking cram on top of one another and be so selfish to cram on top of one another the way y'all do, if y'all could have just behaved, it would have never been like that. It wouldn't have been that girl who had who felt who she had to fucking climb up there by the goddamn cameras and like try to stop shit she wouldn't have felt the need to do that her person that she was with wouldn't have felt the need to do that none of that shit would have happened but you've got to like people got to take personal responsibilities because i because i know damn well like it would not have happened if everybody everybody had just been chill you just wait in line you don't need to cram the fucking stage you can be close without having to fucking be assholes to elbows with people as they like to say shoulder to shoulder Y'all touching each other. Like, we not in the middle of a fucking panoramic still. Yeah. I was, and just, uh, mis- just, just being misbehaving. You're being bad. You're, you're being bad disrespectful. And that's why all, the pe- all them people got hurt for no reason. Because y'all couldn't just sit your ass down and vibe out and appreciate the presence of, of Travis Scott and Drake and all them other people who might have performed that day or could have performed the next day, but y'all done fucked that up because y'all couldn't act right. Damn, I just read this girl's, I mean, it's a long, long, like, post, but, like, her eyewitness accounts, I was like, damn, that's kind of, it was, it was fucked up. I was like, whoa, this is deep. People don't know how to behave, bruh. So, um, she wrote, today's November 5th, 2021, it's Friday. Who I am in this story is not important. Rather, it is important the things I have now witnessed. Astroworld, Houston, Texas. Travis Scott is the only one performing. I don't know how many people were at the festival, but I do know that every single person was at that stage. My friend and I wanted to get close to the stage, as close as we possibly could get. 
We were not able to get very close, but we did end up on the side. Near the walkway in the middle surrounding us were chest-high metal gates, barriers, quote-unquote. We stood there for two hours, as did every other person. Every gap was filled where your feet were placed was where they stayed. Energy rose as the time neared. Beginning, beginning the show, within the first 30 seconds of the first song, people began to drown in other people. There were so many people, tall men, women, women, and men were the only thing that they could see was the back of the person in front of them. The rush of people became tighter and tighter. Breathing became something only a few were capable of. The rest were crushed or unable to breathe in the thick, hot air. My friend began to gasp for breath. She told me we needed to get out. We tried. There was nowhere to go. The shoving got harder and harder. If someone's arms had been up, it was no longer a possibility to put down. So people began to choke one another as the mass swayed. It became more and more violent. We began to scream for help. We could we could see security just a few people over in the walkway in, in the middle. It got tighter and possible to breathe as our lungs were compressed between the bodies of those surrounding us. More, more people began to scream for help. Um, and it, it continues further, but it's just like... I, I like I could see how that how that happened. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, these things only work. It's like it's literally contingent on everybody's behavior. Like, if you can't keep yourself in check to be able to be around these types of artists or be at these types of shows, if you don't know how to fucking behave, stay your stupid ass at home and stream that shit, bro. Give them money another fucking way. Don't come to the fucking shows. Because you're belligerent and you don't know how to fucking behave. And lots of people choking each other. So we're going to blame the, we're gonna blame the artist for that? No, no we're not. An individual who chooses to choke another individual, that's not a third party Well, problem. no, that's, 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 that's not what she was saying. Two. No, 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 no. You're, you're getting it twisted. She didn't say they were choking each other. She said that because people were so tightly packed, you couldn't move. You couldn't move your arms. You couldn't do anything. And the people okay. were choking each other out because they were so tightly packed like sardines in a can. Even even if they're not physically choking each other out, all right? Still. Yeah, but you made it sound the like they were physically. Right. No, I know, because that's what I was thinking. That's what I, that's what I thought that it was that you, that you had read. Mm-mm. If they, even if they're not physically choking each other, right? Take that off the table. The fact that they're overcrowding still takes me back to my point about the desperateness of wanting to be so fucking close to the stage and not being able to control your fucking energy, control your goddamn self, that you're crowding and cramming each other to the point where none of y'all can fucking breathe. Is that like, really? Now, all y'all mad because your ribs hurt, your body hurt, whatever. You feel like y'all hit by a truck, this, that, and the third. And it's like, all y'all had to do is just like give each other personal space, not overcrowd. Like if you were dumb and late and you got to be way in the back, well, then I'm sorry. But like people don't really respect each other. Everybody was just so desperate to to get their spot so close that they're willing to cram. You know what I'm saying? And that's like that's on that's on that that's on the individuals that attended because y'all didn't have to cram up. Like I that. I don't. I yes and no. I like I said. I'm. What do you like, mean yes and no? Don't nobody well, got to cram up like that. You telling me that if a person doesn't observe. No, but listen. I've been to other. I've been to other time? festivals where it, where it's where people are just as excited, and I get that. But what I'm saying is, is that it's like the artist's name is plastered, P- 
plastered. And I understand that, like, you know, oh, don't blame the artist, but they still have a responsibility to ensure that everything is taken care of because their name ultimately is what people, obviously people are there for that, right? That's why they're there. I'm not saying it's all the artist's fault, but they have a part in it. And I'm saying, like, they should have made sure everything was, you know, properly taken care of. Like, their managers should have made sure that whoever planned this bullshit should have taken care of every single aspect of it. And from the looks of it, like, just looking through the venue, how things were laid out, like, it's not, it's not there. Like, like I was looking at, like, views of of how it was... It just didn't. It didn't look right to me. It did not look right to me. And like, the. I I I don't know. There's just a lot of. The main stage area is always really fucking open, so that there's plenty of space. Of course. Like, of course. At every fucking big ass festival that I've gone but... to, that's usually how it goes. They section it off where it's like smaller acts are going to be in spaces and areas and stages where it's built for a crowd like that. The bigger right. acts are going to be in spaces and areas and stages that can accommodate the crowd capacity. But, but now, the way we that can say it that looks... they weren't able to do that in this instance because they underestimated crowd capacity is a possibility. But again, you can't necessarily underestimate crowd capacity if you're selling a number of tickets to people because that's telling you what your capacity about the. But but even then, though, like just looking from how the stage was set, like there was no dividers separating the crowd so that there is an actual walkway like there's a small section like uh, from what i could see there was a tiny These motherfuckers broke minuscule. down the fence bruh they, that's they not what i'm talking about no that fence <laughs> was for vip in the beginning that's not main stage like yeah, i'm looking at main stage like from okay. what i like the there's there's like a drone footage of it it's tiny and they they didn't say that they broke down those barriers the barriers were for vip in the beginning nowhere else did they say mm. that that was there everything mm. else was showing differently and from the looks of it like most festivals block off a chunk in the front and they have a huge walkway in the middle and then they separate it so the crowds aren't pushing each other like they were here obviously things are different and other places are different I get that. But from the looks of this one, it, it just looks like there was no no sort of, like, just planning. It looks like they just were like, oh, here's a venue. Here's some, like, little pieces, like, little art pieces here, and then we'll just figure it out from there. That's what it looks like. It just looks well, like we're gonna whoever... we that up to the documentarians. <laughs> I, I'm... There, you already know there's gonna be a fucking, like, Netflix special on this. This yeah. is... This is Fire Festival all over again. This is this is Tanacon no, all no, no. over Let's again. No, 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 let's not go that like, far. Like that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. Maybe like, I don't know. Ah, oh, love Jesus. I like, still feel like if they if they bum rush the VIP like that, that even if they had those some of those some of those uh, extra barriers up, maybe they did, and there was just so much people they couldn't see it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a possibility. Because we weren't there, so we can't really say say. But the we crazy part is, if they knew, if they knew that they, like, bum rushed through VIP, like, I don't understand why the, pro like, why the people in charge of this event did not, ah, 
here it is. Like, I don't understand why they didn't... Actually, I don't think this is correct. No, this isn't the same stage. Um, I, I just... I don't understand why they didn't do anything right when VIP got passed through. You know what I mean? Like, it just... I, I can't fathom how Ooh, someone decided... Did. It's crazy. Oh. Oh. This is why, like, I get so antsy going to shows. Like why i stay home <laughs> like i want to go to shows i want to go to festivals and shit like but like but it's considered sh- on other people's behavior if people get weird and shit gets chaotic well guess what now you got to worry about whether or not you're gonna be part of a trample scene or if you should just follow your sixth sense and dip out early <laughs> i'm not gonna lie there was one there was one group where i know that their fans are insanely rambunctious like known for being belligerent doing sicko shit so I dead ass looked at my friend in, my, in her face and was like, "Yeah, we're leaving before this, before these motherfuckers even start." But we're it's 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 crazy to me to think that like you would think this would happen more at like a metal concert, but even even then, with a full on mosh pit, they still are able to go home, maybe with a couple bruises, but nothing. Nice like... people have gotten fucked up. I've had friends. Of course, really no, I believe it. Yeah. I definitely believe it, but. You just don't hear about shit to, like that um, at like a metal concert. I had a friend who went to like a punk fest and she got her ribs crushed a little bit because uh, they were in the front and people were crowded to see the main uh, person. Mm-hmm. And they pushed her and her like they it wasn't enough to push the barricade down. So her and her cousin were getting like their ribs fucking crushed by the. Oh, barricade. I believe it. I definitely believe that. But like that's what I'm saying. It's content <laughs> like if people aren't behaving, like and y'all got a and history of just bum rushing shit and un- over <laughs> overreacting, overbuying and panic everything that everything that human beings do where they get panicked or, or, or hysterical or like really amped up, like it's always chaos. It's, it's never a good time. Can you imagine like the energy though, like as us as empaths, like what we would be taking in. I feel like it would be too much. I don't even know. I don't even know if I can call myself that anymore because there's like so much shit that I'm learning that I'm just like, eh, no. Uh, but like, as far as just the like the volume of people and all that other shit, like, yeah, oh my god, no, I wouldn't be able to take it. I could barely handle the festival that I was at. And I was literally <laughs> dipping out a lot to to the. I mean, I can barely like handle a Walmart sometimes. <laughs> I can't imagine being the grocery store like ah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, <clears throat> this is like Black Friday, like times a thousand. I don't even like, see again. Rush. I don't celebrate none of those holidays. <laughs> like newsflash, I don't do Christmas. I don't do Thanksgiving. I don't do Easter. I don't do none of that stuff because all that shit is. I'm talking about Black Friday. <laughs> it's a shopping. Uh, what day. is Black Friday? Black Friday is a shopping day for people for Chris with Christmas intentions. I have zero Christmas intentions because I don't. I don't do. Oh, uh, that's not. Do that's not it. Christmas for me. That's. Oh no, it is Christmas I for me because I'm buying things. shit. I do. I do solstice shit. And I make my gifts. So, like, I, I pre-plan all my... It's easier if you're making your shit, you can pre-plan that shit. I'd be like, oh, well, that's in December. So, I'm going to buy some... I'm a, but that's not my I'm point. I'm going to utilize some of these sales from Joanne's <laughs> in August, September, and October, and I'll be good. Like, that's that's just... Yeah. It's, I know a lot of people shop on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all the other shit. I just don't participate in any of that crap. Because, to me, it just feels like big, like big companies just trying to get their money at the end of the year real quick let me get that 
<laughs> yeah. before I got to do these taxes and shit. <laughs> or let me boost let me boost the early beginning of the of the fucking uh fiscal year or whatever. Oh, like this feels very scammy to me. And I'm just like, mm, no, I don't want to participate. Thanks. If you care about me, yeah. make me some for the solstice. You know what I'm saying? Bitch likes it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll I'll do that shit. But that but I have experienced it and and it's fucking insane and that was another big turnoff for me was like why are we crowding all up for shit that like i'm dead ass not gonna give a fuck about in six months like let's be real i'm a kid i'm a kid i'm barely gonna play with that toy you risk your life for me why <laughs> be present instead how about that like don't be out here fighting a sea of fucking humans at the walmart to give you the perfect barbie doll like fuck that just hug me bitch like <laughs> I would rather you hug me. <laughs> and that's the type of shit, like, people, like, I don't know. It it just makes me feel weird because it just makes me feel bad to see people in such competition for things that, like, don't matter as much as, like, personal time does. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. most of the time when you ask kids, if there's stuff that they want, it's because they've seen it on television or seen somebody else's kid with it. But mm-hmm. if they're not around that type of shit, if they're not, like, seriously, because my kids don't, my kids aren't around that type of shit. Like, I don't watch, like, we don't watch a lot of, co- like, what commercials are we fucking watching with all these streaming services? You feel me? So, like, they're not getting fed, like, all these childlike advertisements that they would normally get fed at their age. And then, like, the product placement is just not there. You know what I mean? In in our environment. So, if I go ask them, they're like, oh, I don't know. Just give me something cool. Like, the vibe is different. But if I was to do that, with another kid who's been literally consistently fed all of these little dollies and toys and all these little things, they're going to have a laundry list of shit for me. They'll mm. be like, and I asked Santa for this four pages worth of items. <laughs> like, and that's real shit. Like it's the, the only reason why they fucking want it is because somebody keeps showing them that it's there and that's just good marketing. That's they're doing their fucking job. It's working clearly. Cause motherfuckers will literally fight over a fucking sea of thumbtacks and glass to get their kid the perfect fucking toy that they're literally gonna fucking tear up in six fucking months and throw in the goddamn trash. Like, after a year or two, it's gonna make its way to the fucking Goodwill because now little Janie has grown up and decided that, like, Barbies don't hit anymore and now she wants a guitar. You feel me? Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is how it goes. Yeah. And I get it. Some people are like, but what about the joy on their face? Guess what? My kids get the same fucking joy on their face when I do things for them that they genuinely want. Maybe more joy. I don't know. I haven't had anybody to test it against. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird shit to me. Humans are weird to me. Y'all don't know how to behave at concerts, and you and you try to trample each other for items. You could get any day of the year. I'm just <laughs> especially with all these fucking like payment options. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem tenable to do that type of shit like put that shit on the payment plan bitch like get it in january and have it paid off by december it'll be fine figure it out lay away or some shit i don't know figure it out anyways that's enough ranting <laughs> what else do we want to fucking talk about uh i don't know should we talk about that ghost theory that you showed me uh that sure. shit was crazy do you want to talk about it do you want to describe it no you describe it i did a lot of rambling my brain is not hold on let me find the tiktok so then like we could listen and then talk about it let's see Mm -hmm. that show was really wild to me though it's very it's very much others like y'all gonna see what i mean in a second because he's gonna find it 
is it buried amongst the millions worth of messages that you send? No, on hold the, on. on I don't. I don't. I don't know if I could play this correctly with that. I need to make sure my. Oh, it's not. I'm really hoping this is picking it up, but let's see. Let me see. I can't hear anything if it is. I haven't played anything yet. Um, oh. And <laughs> I just need to make sure it actually comes through. One moment. Name something that the paranormal community is not ready to hear. She does this little whole intro thing. So yeah, Ten points for the dramatics. Are you ready for it? Because it's, it's something. Ghosts aren't real. Now hold on a minute. I know what you're thinking. She's being a dickhead, right? I am that. Believe me so. But I have a theory, and I need you to hear me out. I've listened to way too many podcasts and had too many conversations way late in the hours of night not to share this with somebody. Cass, get to the goddamn point. Okay, okay, Jesus. So in this theory, ghosts don't exist, right? That's been stated. Instead, what we are seeing is apparitions from different timelines. Say you're exploring an abandoned hospital or someplace that is relatively old and used to be populated. Hence, for one reason or another, the veil is thinner, whether it be the moon, the time of night, or whatever you want to, you, whatever you choose to believe in. And erasing the idea that time is linear, we are all living consecutively, our past, present, and future all together. And instead of seeing uh, an entity that knows it's dead and is trying to scare you, what you are really doing by saying, is anybody out there? Is projecting your voice into their timeline in this abandoned hospital in 2021 now you're freaking out this nurse who's just doing her rounds in the 1950s who has long since passed away but not in her timeline she's in her 20s in her timeline and she's seeing a ghost and that ghost is you but yeah that's the, <laughs> that's the theory grandma no playing now how about it I'm about to start. I think if it's real, I'm about to start tracing through all the places of uh, past loved ones <laughs> and just start Loki haunting them. Reverse haunting. I'd be like, how you like me now? No, I'm just playing. I think it's, I think it's really trippy. I think it would be really cool. Mm -hmm. But then I'm all, my brain also goes into like, what are the applications of that? Can we use that? Is it possible to go to places where I used to be at that I no longer am at now, but technically in that time, since time's overlapping one another, I'm still there and whisper to thyself when shit is crazy. And maybe the whole time that I had that whole sixth sense experience where I'm like, mm, I should get the fuck out of here. It was just me walking back to all those old places, being like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you should leave right now. I'm just doing myself a favor, mm -hmm. haunting myself low key, but also assisting myself along the way. <laughs> it's like I am my own ancestor type of shit, which sounds really crazy. But I don't know if you would actually be able to interact with yourself like that. But time is, but it's all happening at the same time though. So technically speaking, okay. But then you would I create a paradox. But that is based off the laws of somebody else's science, not my science. My science is playing with the theory that she's saying that we can walk into places and be in their timeline at the same time that we are in our own timeline. And since yeah, but my she, timelines in but those she spaces didn't have already say, passed, she didn't say specifically, different. but she didn't say specifically like yourself. She was talking about like places. No, I know. I was just spinning the theory about what if I could do it 
to myself because it's already happened. Those places, like I don't live in those places. I'm not at those spaces and I'm not at that age in any of those spaces because it's a different time. But time is all happening at the same time. So what if I could just apply that theory to myself? Spooky. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I broke the system. Are you there? Hello? Well, I'm still here. No need. And I the paradox just... hasn't been proven. So we don't actually know. That's just somebody's theory. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. It's just something that somebody thought of and said, this sounds like it makes sense. And what I'm saying technically sounds like it makes sense to me. Therefore, new theory. <laughs> it works. It works, people. It works. <laughs> Write it down. Go haunt yourself. Give yourself blues clues. <laughs> Leave yourselves little notes and be like, don't stay here. <laughs> Get this book from the library. It'll help you with that assignment, whatever, whatever you need to do. <laughs> but what about like, okay, that theory aside, let's get back to like the thought of what if these quote unquote hauntings are from different timelines? Like, let's talk about that specifically for a moment. Like you, like you brought fun. up you you brought up a point about like the others. Mm-hmm. Remember, so like yeah, so it feel it does feel like we're talking it. about the movie. For those of you who don't, if you haven't seen the movie, I highly recommend it. I like it. It's I think Nicole Kidman did a great job in that movie. But um, I well it's it's been out for a long time, so spoiler alert. Um, in the movie. Uh, the others, it's a mom, her two kids, um, and I guess these new people who kind of show up as, like, uh, people who are taking care of the grounds of the house. Mm-hmm. And her kids have, like, specific peculiarities. Like, they can't go outside and be exposed to sunlight like that. Like it makes her, Yeah, like, they have medical conditions. Severe sun allergy. So, like, she keeps all her blinds drawn with, like, uh, what do they call them? They have blackout curtains. Mm-hmm. Um, like every every room and every room has to be locked. Every room has to be. Um, she, her, well, and like, like another particular. woman has another key. Like mm-hmm. everything is where everything basically needs to be, and I guess they only use a certain couple rooms in the house. Nothing more, nothing less. The father mm-hmm. supposedly is like in in a war during this time, mm-hmm. and during the course of the movie quote-unquote paranormal things start happening um the mom starts hearing shit seeing things etc right and she starts blaming the staff you know like it's you it's you guys you're doing this how can you do this like blah 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 blah. get to fast forward to the ending where she finds out she's been dead the whole time you You are the ghost my darling (laughs) some some m night Shyamalan shit she finds out she's been dead the whole time. Her children have been dead the whole time. Family, the staff, everyone's been gone. And the people who were quote unquote haunting her were these people who were trying to buy this house. Yeah. So she's in a, a perpetual state of like purgatory because in thinking about it now, the estate is always covered in fog whenever you see things from her perspective. It's always foggy. Yeah. It's always she can't see past the parameter of the of the edge of the yard. Mm-hmm. There's no daylight. It's always it's like Silent Hill, basically. Like it's crazy. And now that I think about it, I did. I, I'm surprised I never noticed that to begin with. 
and um and then you see the the apparitions that she saw were actual people in the living world who were just trying to communicate with them but to those who uh who don't realize they're dead they see them as like these these awful apparitions and so to think right so to think that like so go back to the tiktok what if it's just what if they are alive in their timeline and we're just messing with them or we're living our lives and they're seeing us as ghosts and vice versa right boy i feel bad for whatever people feel haunted by me <laughs> but then but then it, it, it's so it's crazy to think about it because i remember like you would always mention every now and then that you're smelling certain foods who's cooking something mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So what if it's someone who used to live in your apartment who's making that food, <laughs> and you're smelling the food, the food of <laughs> the food of, uh, of non Christmases past? I'm about to I'm about to leave an altar out for myself then, and then just be like, when you see this shadow table, go ahead and put your food on my plate, or put put go ahead and put that plate. Right there. You're like, I can use a snack too. <laughs> yeah, like bitches be hungry and I be busy. So if you finna sit up in here and cook in this kitchen, you can leave me some too and I'll leave you some too. How about that? We can establish bone. But if you left something like scary. Well, I feel like food <laughs> if I left food then then so if if you leave food for your past self, would it turn into like the base ingredients that it's made out of? Because you know. Be deconstructed itself. If you say yourself a cake, and it deconstructs itself into like flour and shit. <laughs> in the past, but then you want to send something to, to your, you want to send something to your future self, and it be just it's rotted or it's just like dust. Oh, that's sick. Well, that's when you just get smart and you send the ingredients. <laughs> well, you would have to send the ingredients to your past. No, no, no. I'm saying if you send it, if you send the ingredients to your future self. That your future self can make it, provided that it's non-perishable and greedy, like a long, like a long-awaited postal service. <laughs> well, that depends on like. It's been eighty-four years. Right, like how far forward are you trying to send that shit? I've been waiting for Mother's cake. <laughs> See, now you just reminded me of um, of the movie Old. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it? The M. Night movie? I saw it! Oh. Ah! No, we oh, can't talk my... about that because it's fairly new and we don't want to spoil any, uh, anybody. Such a good movie, though. I it liked it. Amazing. It was trippy as all fuck. But like... I don't know why people were complaining. If you complain, it's because you have a, 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 a tiny brain. That's all I'm going to say. It definitely also, was deeper. I'm not going to lie. People... There was mm-hmm. one section where I spaced out and I forgot about like the kids. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, what is happening here? Like, my brain got really, my brain went really dark and really left. And I was about I to be f- like, no, turn this shit off. I feel like the, the movie did that on purpose to to sway you from for, from realizing what's happening. Because you're just like, oh, that's right. They're that's there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the ending really did trip me up because, like, because of the moral question they kind of presented itself. You know what I mean? There was so much weird shit in that fucking movie. It was it was really well brought out as usual. Good job. But like, <laughs> but it it as did usual. it did. Mind up Good job. <laughs> it really did mess with with me and um and and my friend that I was with when we watched it because we were thinking about it at the end. It's like, like morally, I understand why they're doing this, 
but at the same time, oh, okay. ethically, abomination. Ethically, I'm like. Well, I mean, I mean, you remember the ending, right? Like, why, why it was all happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. but like I ethically, eth but is it for the greater good? Would you, would you condone what they did for the greater good? Fuck no, I'm sorry. That's why I got irate about it at the end because I was mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, so this is another one of those type of. I can't say it because if I say it, it'll spoil it. So then, yeah, I'll tell you what plot <laughs> type of plot twist it made me think of later. But okay. that energy made me be like, I swear to God, like it's not acceptable. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not okay because we're already giving away too much by saying what we're saying. But like, more or I less, yeah. That to be, I found that I found that to be unethical. If I'm being honest, I found that to be unethical, and it's because of the uh, of the overall lack of awareness in the whole situation. And that's all the more that I'm, I'm gonna say about it. Yeah, but that should yeah, yeah. be a shit. But back to the ghost bullshit, right? Yep. So it makes me creeped out because, like, I lived in a haunted house when I was little, mm -hmm. and it's kind of weird because now it makes if if I put it if I put that theory into perspective, there was always one particular energy that would pop up whenever we were cooking in the kitchen, and it's funny mm -hmm. because it makes me feel like that person was probably having the same experience that I was having. Like, where the fuck is that smoke coming from? And then peek around the corner to be like, I know I ain't nobody cooking in this kitchen. But there I am, like cooking in your in your kitchen, mm -hmm. <laughs> in the future somewhere, <laughs> in my well, weird and ass clothes, and I'm wearing <laughs> pants because the house I was I grew up in was like built. What did they say in like the year before the Titanic sank? That's all. That's all they ever told us. Mm -hmm. So, the person from that time period would have no concept of like me running around in fucking pants and a t-shirt with my hair just like blowed the fuck out all in the air. You know what I mean? And just like being a modern kid, like all the trappings of a modern child, that would be really weird to somebody from like 1911 or some shit. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Especially a woman to be like, Who's, is that a little boy in the kitchen? <laughs> who, who the hell, who the hell in the damn kitchen? Lord? <laughs> well, it, it, it reminds me of, because um, I used to watch a lot of ghost hunting shit. And like a lot of paranormal shows, everything. And they talk about how like some hauntings are um are like um fixed points in time where it just repeats itself. I forget the name of it. And um and it's it, like it, a quantum porthole and you can just like literally like move around in that space because it's already trapped in time anyways. Right. No, I'm going too deep. Move on. <laughs> but like, but I like the thought of that. Like, it it's true though. Like, what if, what if it is like a fixed point? And this woman is just reliving this moment in time over and over again. But we're affecting it. That's terrifying. One, imagine being stuck in Groundhog's Day. That's terrifying. Two, <laughs> as you're being trapped inside the Groundhog's Day, there are things happening around you that you cannot explain nor control at all whatsoever. Why you're still in Groundhog's Day. Unaware that you're in Groundhog's Day just yet. Because at some point in the other, she becomes aware. So it also makes me wonder if the if the apparition itself or the spirit itself, etc. Or the person, because technically if we're talking about times, it would be an apparition, it would be a person. So if the person mm -hmm. itself became aware of what's happening, or even aware that they're like being observed from another like period of time, 
because let's yeah. just hypothetically say somebody also came up with this theory back then and like they and this is just a uh, another theory being recycled around yeah what if it's a possibility like like what happens when they or if they realize that they have this ability to see or understand or or connect with the future mm-hmm. quite literally or an aspect of the past, because obviously, if we're seeing things from the past, it stands for the reason they're seeing things from the past as far back as the past can go, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all happening at the same time. But then also, you can see the future as far ahead and go and and be a part of the future as much as possible too, because it's the same thing, right? On either side, so it's kind of trippy because it's just like, should we be passing each other messages and shit? Like, because <laughs> that's the case, I have a mission, and I'm gonna go ahead and start right here in the south. And I'm gonna be leaving little love notes in particular places and areas, cause uh, if we're gonna be can be communicating across time like that, I'm definitely finna help make some history happen. Cause the fuck I look like sitting here with that type of knowledge, not trying to help my damn ancestors and shit. The fuck I look crazy as hell. I'm mm. leaving notes in all kind of places. I'm gonna be doing mad research on towns and shit. I'll be like, oh, okay, this is where the house used to be at, but. I'm and it makes and now I'm like now I'm wondering what if what if those locations are there's there's more quote-unquote hauntings because that the the veil between the universes are thinnest there like what if that is wormhole portal i i mean i'm getting very tinfoil hat but you know we love that shit so let's just yeah. let's let's entertain Away the thought <laughs> but like what if what if that's what it is specifically like in this area or what if that's where the timelines cross at that point and that's why we're seeing like ghosts a ley line like a like a like a vertex and a ley line type of situation sort of yeah like what if that's what it is and that's how we're able to kind of communicate through i say that's the thing like that's the part it's like well what do you do if you're able to do that like if you're able to find like figure out that that's a possibility do you right then then we get into questions of, of morality and ethics and then theories on on time and altering time right the changing things about time but like, mm. first of all, how the fuck would you even know? For all we know, all these Mandela effects are literally because motherfuckers had the same idea and went back meddling, and that's why we're like, wait a minute, is it Berenstein or Berenstein? Like, now we're all turned around <laughs> collectively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but who's also to say that nothing? Who's who's to say that nothing happens at all because it was always supposed to happen, right? Right. It's all happening at once, anyways. So it was always going to happen. So it's kind of like no harm, no foul. That's my theory. So then my brain kind of goes, well, can we use that to go back and correct and alter atrocities that happen so that millions of people don't die in places where it should have never happened and sort of shift the the, the timeline so that we're in a more, mm, I don't want to say utopia because extremism scares me, but a more utopian-like society mm-hmm. because now we've altered some of these like major atrocities. But then like, who knows? We could just wind up like chasing our own fucking tail because you stop one atrocity that creates a door or or open path for another atrocity because nature believes in balance and spits mm-hmm. on perfection. And then next thing you know, all you ever get done doing is chasing your own fucking tail trying to fix the one thing that you tried to correct that created a catastrophe and other fucking things. And who knows? For all we know, that's already happened. And now we're getting into like some we are the first people fringe type of shit. That's only for the fringe nerds out there. <laughs> Yeah, what was the name? What was the what was the username of that girl from the video that you posted? Because I want to make sure like we give credit to the person whose theory it was that got us running around. Um, 
Her name is um, Midwestern underscore Sploosh. You know what? Good job, you. <laughs> Good job. Also, apologies. I should not have been assuming pronouns. Good job, you. Good job, human. You did well. <laughs> but yeah, that was that's I really like that theory. It's fun because like I just feel like I can really play with it a lot, and it just makes my brain be like, so many possibilities. Like that's a lot of fun for me. But I could literally talk hours about that shit. We should probably get into the tarot now, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty then. Y'all know the drill. If you just now trying to get your little tarot stuff, go back and give me six minutes. For those of you who were listening this entire time, thank you very much. Let's go ahead and get into your tarot reading. So, we've got a surprise. We've got unpredictable energy. Something's going to happen that's going to come from out of left field. I know how much we hate those types of situations. However, it's actually going to create a situation of one door closes and another door opens. So this unpredictable situation that's going to occur is literally going to abruptly put you in a position. I'm looking at the full moon because it's on here. So it could be something that happens around full moon period. Just keep that in mind because for, for us that's on this side, that's supposed to be next in a couple weeks. So. Maybe this could happen in a couple of weeks or it could happen between now and a couple of weeks, but it's some sort of energy that is going to completely come out of nowhere, very unpredictable energy, and it's going to actually set you up for something better. It's creating a new beginning. That's not just any type of beginning. It's a stable beginning. No more wishy-washy energy. This is going to bring you that, um, that real steady, stable home and hearth kind of energy, like. You know you've got things under control. You know this is a solid foundation. You know that you can progress forward from here. You know there'll be prosperity. There'll be growth. It will take time. And it will take you having your due diligence to see things through. But ultimately, this new beginning is gonna is going to work its way into your life. And you will have the the cunningness and, and the keen to sort of be able to see it just before it hits. So kind of pay attention to your surroundings and see what's going on. Now, let me see here. Yeah, you, there's a lot of indecision surrounding it though because it's a surprise, but you're gonna need to decide. I definitely, yeah, you're, you're gonna need to make a choice. So when this unpredictable energy comes up, it's gonna put you in a state of feeling like you are really not sure what you should do because the fear in the back of your mind is that this is gonna be a really terrible situation. Like I might, I might fuck around and really mess up or this could turn out to not be the perfect little, uh, perfect little dream in my head that I thought it was going to be right. But that's actually not true because the fact that you even have a stable foundation from the very beginning shows that there's something to grow on and work from. Whether it can, whether you continue to build on that is really up to you. Right. But if you stay stuck in a state of indecision, well, no choice is still a choice as much as you don't want to believe that. However, again, there is more signs about firm commitments, about stability, about feeling that sense of balance, feeling like there's progression, there's transformation, there's actual change, there's actual growth, there's good things actually flourishing for once. You just have to get out of your own way. Yeah, you have to not, you have to not think negatively about this particular situation. I was literally about to ask if there's any more messages. Yeah. There's this strong desire to, um, yeah, it's just this strong ass desire to feel like shit isn't going to be good. Is this coming? Where is this coming from? 
what why is this energy here yeah i'm pulling live for y'all today because i i didn't get the chance to do it before the show why is this energy here? again because you don't believe that things can be happy all right so th this giving yep it's giving i've had a lot of shitty things happen in my life back to back to back to back and i don't believe that the pursuit of happiness is the pursuit i should be pursuing but the actuality is you are blocking your own blessings and the funny part is there might be more than more or less the ironic part is they're gonna smack you and hit you anyway you're really just prolonging it if you don't make if you don't make the choice yep more more choice cards wow this must be a really big decision this is too many i definitely recommend taking a chance go out on a leap of faith because if you don't you're you're gonna be happy but it's gonna be i think it's gonna feel more bittersweet because you spent so much time fighting the inevitable if that makes sense you ever seen that like where it's like the happy couple or the person finally gets what they want that treasure or whatever the fuck at the end but like they made so many bullheaded choices instead of making the obvious right choices in the beginning or taking the obvious risks in the beginning that it's it's like a bittersweet blessing because they're like oh well i mean i got it but like i had to go through all of this shit or i had to lose all of these people or whatever along the way and i was like it could have all been so simple if you just had to just take in the chance and let the un ride the fucking wave of the unpredictable energy instead of sulking about what you don't have or sulking about not so much about what you don't have but sulking about the what ifs it's, and it's really counterproductive, right? Because, like, you're crying about some shit that hasn't even happened. Let's really think about that. Because a what if is a scenario that hasn't actually occurred. That's why it's an if and not a fact or, or an actual event that happened. You know, there's no need. There's literally no need to be as frightful as you're feeling right now. All right, let's see if we got any advice for this. Any direction to point us in to relieve the fear so that it's not so bad so you can just go out on a limb and, and take a chance don't abuse your power oh okay hold on let me think this through because there's also another another card that popped out hmm. it's it's literally pointing to how like the 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 power of not making a choice is still a choice but the advice here is you need to acknowledge that and be aware of it we hear that all the time right like it's plenty of people that stand idle by the example the 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 fucking show like for example what we were talking about earlier all these people saw this damn cart coming through with the freaking lights and everything, but instead of making the choice to get out of the way of the cart, to allow people to be assisted and be helped, motherfuckers was jumping on the cart, creating chaos around the cart, and not allowing people to be helped. They made the choice to not act and just be like, nah, I'm not going to get out of the way. I'm just going to stand right here. It's not, the other people made choices, obviously, because they chose to get on top of the cart, but the people that just stood there and didn't move at all, they all that, that was still a choice. They're like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do anything at all. I'm just going to be here. And that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting is like the point of the message is that you could sit there and be like, no, nah, I'm not going to get involved or no, nah, I'm not going to say anything or no, nah, I'm not going to make that move. But that's still a choice. And it's not necessarily going to bring you the prosperity that you think that is going to bring you because you're playing it safe. Sometimes you can't play it safe. And I think that's really the that advice here is you can't play it safe in this scenario. You have to take that chance and see what happens. And kind of going with this mentality of like, it could be bad or it could be good. Either way, like, it is what it is. Either way, I'm going to be okay. And I think that's probably where a lot of the fear is coming from, right? Because the only reason why we're, the only reason why it's a risk is because if you fail or you fuck up, you put yourself in a situation that is not comfortable or that you are not okay with. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a risk, 
right? So you have to make peace with the idea that you may wind up in that uncomfortable situation and then say, okay, if I'm in that uncomfortable situation from this not working out in the way that I see it, how do I nurture myself in that situation so that I can dig myself out? Because I know it's going to put me back emotionally, mentally, whatever. Maybe even physically, depending on where your feet is. I don't know. You also need to recognize your own inner power too. And and that will really help kind of ease that fear because you know that you got you. You know, don't go, don't get into the codependent mindset of thinking like somebody else got me. Like you've got you. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what happens in this scenario. You've got you. But if you don't make any type of choice, you're hurting you because you're not trying to make any moves at all. You're not trying to benefit yourself in any type of way. You know what I mean? Whether you're following your heart or your head, either way, like make a choice between the two. Don't just sit there and say, ah, fuck it, and throw all the cards in the air. Like, Spirit's going to look at your 52 pickup and go, I see your 52 pickup, and I raise you chaos. Enjoy that. Like, that's the type of shit that you're going to get. So um, don't be ambivalent, as they say. Make an actual active decision. You do have the power and control to be able to handle anything that comes your way, even if you don't think that you do. But if you do find yourself coming into power, don't be a dick and abuse your power, okay? Balance is key. And know that the good shit, that, that there is a strong, solid commitment and growth and just overall genuine happiness that is coming through, a sense of peace and balance that is coming through, a sense of this sort of magic in the air that's coming through whether you want it to come through or not so my biggest suggestion to you is to just buckle up buttercup and get ready because the happy train is coming for you whether you want it or not and for some of us i know it can be hard because we are some of us are more rooted in trauma some of us have had too many negative experiences hit them to the point where it feels as if like nothing will ever be happy as if you have no control over your life but those things are about to change and 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 it may just be slow rumblings at first but i promise you those slow rumblings will bring you happiness will bring you joy will bring you fulfillment just take your time allow yourself to just enjoy what's what's happening and be decisive it's okay to be decisive not a negative and if you're if you're a type of person where you're just used to um kind of being in doormat positions where people kind of run over you with their opinions or their or their personal style of how they do things or whatever the fuck, like where you kind of committed yourself to this doing for others the way that they like things done type of energy. So you don't feel confident enough to speak up and be decisive or perhaps maybe they even slap you down and be like, oh, you're being bitchy or, or you're being a dick because you're not acting like how you normally do when you're just complacent and let me do whatever like just know that even if they show their ass over it it don't matter because you're gonna be okay you need to be decisive right now you need to speak up and say what you want what you don't want what you're gonna put up with what you're not gonna put up with same thing goes for project work this is what i can do this is what i'm not capable of i am not god don't look for me to do all these umpteen million things because there's some of us in the world that's doing projects and things that we're trying to grow and build and people try to you know put more to work on you than than themselves and ride your ride your damn coattails in the process and that ain't gonna happen either we're gonna be swift and decisive about that energy too and anything else you got going on we're gonna be swift and decisive about that stuff and just know like all decisions are final just like all sales are final you feel me like all decisions are final if i say i don't want to deal with this that's that's what the hell i mean 
And that's how you have to be because it's creating a strong, stable foundation for yourself that's going to build your happiness. Your personal peace and your personal happiness are the things that you are supposed to be protecting. We were talking about protecting your energy. That's the energy you're protecting, your peace of mind. Because energy by itself in a human being is all kinds of things. It's chaos by itself. It's its own little universe of chaos by its fucking self, complete with all its little big bangs. You understand what I'm saying? So what you're really asking for to be protected, what you're really asking for to be cultivated and to grow is your peace, your peace of mind, your abundance. Abundance in happiness, abundance in wealth. If that's what you're looking for, some of us are just looking for just enough. But those are the things that you're looking and seeking to protect. And that's what you're, that's what that decisiveness is going to help you do. It's going to help you to have that. So let me see if there's any, I don't think there's any more. Let me see. Y'all got anything else y'all want to say? No? Y'all good? Yeah. One more? Okay. Let me pull one more. Any other messages at this time? Yeah. No, I'm only taking the one that flips over. Nice try. Spirit be slick. Let me put all these cards in your lap. No, I am only reading the one that came out. <laughs> okay. I see what's happening. All right. So the thing that's really going to block you and mess with you in this process is you being a little bit too uh, analytical about the potential. So y'all know the phrase, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Because y'all know which one of them is actually going to hatch or not. Let me just go ahead and complete that for you. You don't know how many chickens you're actually going to get. That's that's what's happening here. Now, some of you guys are kind of analyzing things ahead of time and going, and, and it's a mix of what ifs and a mix of like, and, and, and ifs. <laughs> and if this happens, then... And you need to stop. That's literally blocking your transformation and blocking your growth. Go ahead and take your hands off the wheel and relax. Because the car is not in motion. It's in park right now so that we can build this foundation. So go ahead and stop trying to drive. Take your hands off the wheel. Relax. You're in park right now. You've been in park this whole time. Don't overanalyze the the what could possibly be's and the what could possibly not be's because none of that shit is helpful. And like I said, it's blocking your transformation. It's also blocking some intuitive messages that have been trying to come into you guys because you're you're too hyper focused. That's for any that's that's for anybody, right? Like any person, you know, when they get fixated on a thing, it kind of makes it hard for other things to get through to them. You know what I mean? You can't communicate well or, you know, maybe they didn't um, remember to do something, whatever. When you're hyper-focused on something, you're fixated on something, you don't really have the mental capacity for anything else. And that's kind of what's happening, a little bit of fixation, which is blocking some of that, some of that more intuitive energy that you could pull from to really help boost you and, and give you that inspiration that you need, those little, those little nuggets of joy that you need to kind of keep you going in the early stages of stuff. So that is the advice. I'm not going to pull charms and stuff today. I'm just going to keep it strict to the cards. So yeah, don't block your blessings. Take a deep breath and take a leap of faith. Unpredictable energy is sometimes good. It's not necessarily always a bad thing. And if you went through so much shit that it feels like it's almost always a bad thing, well, I'm I'm very, very sorry that that happened. But do take a leap of faith just this one time and see. Even if it feels like it might be a little bit chaotic, even if it feels like it might be a little bit crazy. What's the what's the absolute worst that can happen? Wait, don't think about that. Because you're not supposed to obsess over that, remember? We're just gonna go and do. And whatever happens, fucking happens. And that's it. Questions, comments, concerns. Just kidding. <laughs> I say that every time, like it's like I'm sitting in front of a crowd full of people. <laughs> it will be just as quiet if it was a crowd full of people. <laughs>
Looking at, look, they be looking at us like, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't got no questions, comments, or concerns, bitch. <laughs> I am shook right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel whenever I'm in environments where, like, I got a really strong reading or, like, it's just a lot of information to, to ponder on. Yeah. I won't say shit. Motherfuckers would be like, y'all ain't got no questions. You ain't got nothing you trying to say. I'd be like, nah, bro, for real. I just want you to leave me alone so I can process this information. You give me about two weeks, though. I'm gonna have mad questions for you, really. <laughs> but not right now. <laughs> right this nanosecond? <laughs> like, no, I'm brain fog. Highlight me in a few hours. You know, let me get a meal and a drink in me or something, and then we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be all a chatter. You know that thing you said earlier? I was thinking about that. But yeah, that's it. That's a tarot for you guys. Now we can warm up our broomsticks and fly out of here in this windy, cold weather. <laughs> I know, South I is need, quite chilly I need, this day. I need to get food from my, my little coconut boy familiar. You've been squeaking Ooh. at me the whole time. Looking at you like, uh, you gonna feed me, bro? Or no? Seriously, he's like, he's like, Father, <laughs> why have you forsaken me, Father? Father, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> please feed me, Father. <laughs> Look back at him and be like, because you're a heretic! No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Because you didn't earn it! Ah, sick. <laughs> you didn't earn it. Fail the rod, spoil the child. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Oof. And now I'm getting hungry too because anyway. I didn't eat breakfast. So I'm starving. Yeah, see, we're not, we're not, we're not doing this. You're not about to sit here and be hungry and all this other shit. I'm going to get on my broom. You're going to get on But you know, if, if, it may, if it helps you lose me, you know. Mm -hmm. Bitch, no, we do not promote not eating to lose weight. That, that's I crash. know. We promote healthy then, eating. You know what I'm saying? Healthy eating meat, my ass going to like drive through because I didn't want to get cook ass outside and get some walking in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like healthy eating goes to Zaxby's, gets a grilled chicken instead of the fried chicken. Grilled chicken? Who is that one little grilled chicken? Can I get grilled chicken just, on my you know, Oh, I had that. <laughs> Let me not, let me stop because I'm a, I'm gonna get into a whole other topic because you brought up grilled chicken sandwich and that just that just incited a rage in my spirit about a chicken sandwich I had that was to die for quite literally and I don't mean that in a pleasant way. But anyways, we're gonna go now. <laughs> You've been listening to thoughts from the broom closet. I'm Alex, and I'm a grown ass wish named Ivy, and we will see y'all next time. Bye bye. Bye.